growing your beauty business doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about mastering a few key strategies and systems to save you time. Welcome to Beauty Marketing Simplified, a podcast dedicated to helping you on your entrepreneurial journey. I'm your host, April Meese. I'm a permanent cosmetic artist that built my six-figure business while only working three days a week and raising twin toddlers. I'm here to tell you it is possible for you too. With a background in spa marketing, it's my mission to help women worldwide get more profits while pursuing their passion and purpose. Let's transform your beauty business for more income and less stress starting right now. So when you're looking at your competitors, they look what the market is, and then they set their prices. And the problem with that is you really never know if that's based on you know demand or if that is based on experience or if it is really even based on anything. That's not the way to go. You need to have a real analysis, which means instead of making assumptions, because you could see that their prices are set at a certain rate, but then they're not making a profit, right? You never know. In their business, they might be really busy, but they might not be profitable. So of course, you guys know that you're going to balance your prices with expenses. But here's one thing to also think about. like, Are you getting consistent new clients? And are you keeping your retention because as you raise your prices, there's always going to be about 10% attrition. So you're going to lose about 10% of the clients when you do raise your prices. And that's not to scare you because you'll actually be making more money overall and keeping the clients that really value your services. But also just to know, the longer a business goes, the more clients you have, you lose you know, about 5% of your clientele as time goes anyways. So you might as well raise your prices and be making more money. So those are just some things to think about in terms of when you're setting your prices, looking at the overall experience that you provide. You know, if you have an experience where the client really feels like they're taken care of and pampering the overall from the start to the finish, even from when they're looking at your website and they're navigating their way, to your office, your spa, your salon, to when you know, you're following up with them afterwards, everything, do they feel like they're really taken care of? And is it an experience that is unique and that they can't get anywhere else? So those are some things to think of when you're first setting your prices. Okay, I think I'll turn it over to Vicki now. Thank you. Okay, so I'm coming with a money mindset. I'm so passionate about the mind and how it works. So Did you know that 70% of lottery winners lose their money? And the reason why is, one, the mind likes what it knows. So if the mind is always used to being broke, when you win the lottery, it feels uncomfortable. So you self-sabotage your way to getting rid of it. The second reason why people don't hold on to money or don't believe in the money is because your mind gets programmed at a really young age. You believe that you don't deserve money. You believe that you will never have money and you will always be poor, maybe. So from the age of naught to seven, you are like a blank computer. You are literally just downloading everything you witnessed, everything you saw. So our relationship with money is actually fixed when we're seven years old. So what we witnessed growing up, we downloaded. So as a child, you may have heard, I can't afford it. 
I can't find the money. Who do you think you are? We can't afford that. And then we wonder why, when we're an adult, we feel we shouldn't ask for something because we've programmed that we don't deserve money. We've been told money doesn't grow on trees. You cost me a fortune. That downloaded and that you learned your lack of mindset. You downloaded you're never going to have money and that's it. That's your programming. Well, this we need to change because you do deserve money. The more money you get, the more you can invest in yourself and provide a better service. The more money you get, the more people, your family, your community you can help. You can do so much more with your education. You can do so much more on taking your family away on the best holiday with your business when you have money. And sometimes we have this whole thing around money that it's dirty and we we shouldn't have it. But but you can invest in your education, which in turn can help other people. The more money you make, you actually inspire other people around you to make money as well. So, you know, you can reprogram your mind for greatness and you can reprogram your mind to achieve anything. So today... Why don't we just try and reprogram our mind for a great money mindset? So how do we do this? Firstly, hypnosis is incredible for reprogramming a mind. And some people, maybe they don't want to do hypnosis. It's entirely up to you. The second way of reprogramming your mind and changing a belief that you got when you was a child is through repetition. You can create new programming by doing something over and over again. Because we drive a car every single day, we can drive without even thinking. We can eat, we can talk, we can listen to the music. Because we do it every day, it became a habit and it became part of our subconscious. It became a program in our mind, like a money program. Now, one thing about reprogramming your mind, you don't ever go to the gym once and get muscles. You have to keep going. And that is the same with your mind. You need to get in the mind gym and every day do some kind of work towards creating a good mind reset. You know, every morning I do my miracle morning. I get up 15 minutes before and I do part of what I'm going to say to you now where I reprogram my mindset and I was just going to hand it back over to Karen Wow, Vicky, how do I follow that one? That were awesome. So fabulous. Um, right, well, guys, I'm actually going to talk about business. Who would be afraid if you did raise their prices and your customers went to your competitors? And who would be afraid if you actually lost 40% of your clientele? I can actually tell you, I'm just going to give you some figures. The here and now today, I'm going to give you an example. And these prices I'm going to give you, they're actually real prices. This is one of my friends who I was speaking to who's been in the industry the same amount of time as me. And if she puts her prices up by only £90 on a colour boost price, she could afford to lose 40% of her clientele. So her comments to me was, 
I'm scared of losing my clientele, Karen. I'm scared of losing any clients. I can't afford to lose any clients, so I can't put my prices up. So we, I asked her how many clients or how many colour booths would she actually do a day? So she told me, well, not a day, a week, should I say. She told me I do about 20 clients a week. And the prices for colour booths were £160. So it takes her about 30 minutes to do the clients and then she leaves an extra 15 minutes for the setup. So I worked out that her 20 clients would work out about 15 hours, which will say two days a week she were working in clinic or she's working in clinic or will be working in clinic after lockdown. So we did an average of, say, £20 a client. So what it actually cost her to do a client. So 20 clients times 20, 400. So she came out of clinic with a profit of around about £2,800 a week. Now, guys, £2,800 a week is absolutely an awesome wage. So it's an amazing wage and it's for two days per week. So I said to her, well, what do you want? Do you want to earn more money or do you want a work-life balance and not do two days, just do one day. And I gave her two options. I gave her an option of just increasing her prices by £90. If she charged £250 for a colour boost, that she could actually increase the profit from £2,800 a week to £4,600 per week. And that's still at working only two days per week. The next option I said to her was, if you want work more work-life balance and only want to do one day per week, then all you need to do is 12 clients at an average price of £250. And you will still earn the same amount of money as what you would have earned if you'd been doing 20 clients at £160. And so what that meant, she now only needed to do 12 clients instead of 20 clients, and that was she would have lost 40% of her clientele. So losing 40% of your clientele, and that means you're only working one day a week, still bringing in the same amount of money, then that's great if you now want to earn more money then you've got spare time to now build up more clientele. That's the option that I sent her away with. And she looked at me as if to say, Karen, why had I not thought of that before? So now she's going to put her prices up and she's still going to work two days a week. And she's going to buy loads more shoes and handbags, guys. So that's an option. Basically, the moral of the story is do not be afraid to put your prices up, but you need to know that you're worth that value. And there's only you who can be proud to be able to put your prices up to be worth that value. And we will go into that a little bit further on. Guys, I really want to say this is exactly what I did many years ago. I actually were working too hard, too many hours. So I put my prices up. Then I still got full. I put my prices up even more. I still got full. And I put my prices up even higher. And so that's what happened to me. So now... I work still a lot of hours and a lot of profit what's actually coming in. So that is a, that's a platform, guys, and it's entirely up to you if you choose to just put them up a small amount and you can profit a lot more or have a better work-life balance. Just before, I know April wants to say something, I just wanted to just tail on the end of Karen. I put my prices up because I wanted to do more areola work. I was doing a lot of eyebrows, so I thought, right, 
I'm going to put my prices up really high and drop the girls' prices down, hoping everybody would go towards the sort of the lower price. But it actually had the reverse effect because everybody then still wanted to come to me because they thought you were better as well. So I just wanted to add that point. Yeah, I love that. It's one of the things that when students come to me, beauty professionals come to me and they say, I just need to get more clients. I just need to, you know, grow my income. And one of the things that we look at is where there might be what I call holes in the buckets. If you're looking at, you know, just putting in more water, but you've got holes in your bucket, then you're going to be leaking it out. And so many times what we'll see is through a kind of a hot seat is what I call it, where we kind of dive deep into their business and realize that many ways they're giving their services away, sometimes literally giving them away, and other times they're just not fully charging. And one of the things that I want to say is sometimes we hear this thing like, you know, charge what you're worth, or, you know, which I think is crazy because one, you know, you're worth way more than you could ever charge, right? You know, you're, you're priceless. But also, you have to go with what the market says. If you're just starting out, like we all, you know, have to cut our teeth somewhere and you have to, make sure that you are creating that demand. And there's an expression and it goes, the higher, the higher. And it means that the higher the experience, the higher the demand, the higher the social proof, which by the way is all with your marketing, the higher your price is. So the more that you can you know, put yourself in demand, the more you can show how great you are with testimonials, and that's what we call social proof, and all of these other ways to really back up your prices so that you're not just kind of, you know, putting your prices up without being responsible about it. But we also want to have the conversation that many times you won't feel ready, but you're actually ready. From a business standpoint, you're ready to raise your prices, but you'll never really feel ready because of everything that, you know, Vicki will talk to and speak about. But one of the things that you can do is if you're worried about your clients and you know how you're going to be perceived, well, if I raise my prices, I might lose clients. I think, first of all, Karen just gave a brilliant story stating why not. But it's also easy to say, oh, well, that was good for them, but I could never do that for me. And I can call out Donna and, and because she's even said she had a 62% increase. Well, she followed the system that I have, but also you know she stepped into doing the hard things in her business. So it wasn't just raising her prices and really charging her worth, but also there were a few other things in showing up in her marketing so that she was able to reach more people and create more demand for her business and therefore able to raise her prices. But there are also things, when going back to your testimonials, testimonials basically are what's called risk reversal. So if you want to get more buyers, you need to lower the risk for them. And meaning that you need to talk about things that they're thinking already, you know, that they might be afraid of the service, if they're afraid how it's going to look, if they're afraid, you know, of the cost, all of these things, when you talk about those things in your marketing, you're lowering the risk for them. The client's going to be more at ease, knowing that you know what you're talking about. And the lower the risk, the higher the chances of them buying. So again, testimonials are a great way to lower the risk and to actually bring in clients, not just for marketing, but for them also telling other people. I'll turn it over to you, Vicki, now. So I'm going to now take you to the Mind Gym. So this is how we grow muscle memory and how we grow a mindset. Because you may have been listening to Karen and April 
And a little part of you, the back of you is like, oh, it all sounds good, but I don't know if I'm going to do it. And that's because your subconscious mind is playing tricks with you. So I am the best version of myself. So I have a mind workout for you. And if you do it every day, you too can have a buff mind. So the first thing you need to do to create your money dream is you need clarity. You need to know what you want. So for example, your clear goal could be, I want £40,000 in my bank by the end of the year. So the first thing you do is you set the goal of what you want. It's simple. The second thing is you're going to create a simple affirmation. Now, I know some people are turned off by the word affirmation, but let's just think a simple statement that you're going to read. And this statement is going to be this. You are going to write, I am so grateful for the fact that I am now earning £40,000 a year, £50,000 a year, a million pound a year. You're going to write that down like I am. And then, and I just love this, you're going to get your mobile phone and you're going to set your alarms morning and nighttime and you're going to put in there, you're going to write, I am so grateful for the fact that I am earning a million pound a year, whatever it is you want. So you can put it in your phones. You could have a notebook by the side of your bed if you wanted to write it in there. You could actually take a picture of you writing that down and put it actually on your screensaver on your phone because I can't remember the exact figures, but you look at your phone, I think something like 400 times a day. So every time you look at it, that is going into your subconscious mind. So, or write it on the wall. Years ago, I used to get a dry white pen and I used to write all over my mirror. I did live on my own though, so it wasn't so weird. Then what you need to do is in the morning, Five times in the morning, read that affirmation or that saying, I am so grateful for the fact that I am earning whatever you want. And as you say it five times, the next thing you want to do is you want to rehearse seeing that money in your bank account. So when you're saying it, just think, imagine yourself going to your mobile, opening your bank app. And actually looking and seeing your bank balance being 53,590 something. And just imagine seeing it, seeing it in there. And then the fourth thing you have to do is you then have to visualize what you're going to do with all that money. So you're going to visualize that you're going to take your family on a beautiful holiday, or you're going to buy that salon, or you're going to help a charity. Just create a mental visualization of what you're going to do with that money. Now, that seems like a lot of what I've said, but every morning I meditate and every morning at the end of it, I do a visualization because the thing is, when you visualize, your mind does not know the difference between what you visualize and what really happens. So basically, when you're visualizing, it activates the left side of your brain. That is the side of your brain that will actually kick into action and it will figure out how to get you to your goal. That side of your brain will all of a sudden start noticing opportunities. I call it a filter system in the mind. But what will happen is you'll start seeing things and you'll start thinking, yeah, I could do that. So it will activate that side of your mind and you will start just going towards your dream and goal.
one final tip that you could do. You could quite easily put a picture on your screensaver of your dream holiday, the business you want, just something powerful. Your mind is so incredible. It's got like a mirror neuron in it. Your mind will draw you to what you look at. So put good things in front of it. And that is my mind gym. Karen now. That was so good. Yes, between the story that Karen had about raising the prices and Vicky getting you on board and with the mindset, and I've got a few little gems for you too, but you guys, hopefully you are really getting this and I'm fired up myself. I'll turn it over to Karen and she'll take over. Um, I just want to say something from what Vicky actually said is in planning and visualize what you actually want. Just something what happened to me probably over 12, 10, 12 years ago that, um, I actually, I'd split up with my business partner at the time and I decided to go out there on my own. I actually, early days, and we, I was really too early, I had a team of uh, permanent makeup artists that were training and this is the time that guys that I were not even known in the industry. So I would just train these permanent makeup artists, sending them into different salons um, and I'd actually invested an £80,000 loan in what I were doing for all the marketing and put £40,000 of my own money into this project. This project was like £120,000 what I'd put into it. Within three to six months, guys, I really knew that this was not working. Why it was not working is because the only time we brought money in were when I were actually doing treatments, and I just were like, I know Karen, I've made a mistake. And this was the time, guys, that around... Nouveau Lashes, if anybody's in the UK, you'll probably remember Nouveau Lashes time. And I actually thought, well, I either continue doing this business, and at that time I called it DeMarco, or I try this new technique that I've found, which is adding these lashes onto individual eyelashes, which I'd made up at the time. So that's when Nouveau Lashes were actually born. But I were left then, guys, with a £120,000 deficit of money I'd borrowed and money I'd taken out of my account. So I sat down with Dave, my partner, and felt really guilty because it was his money as well. And I looked and I thought, how do I bring the £40,000 back into my bank account and the £80,000 loan what I'd actually got? How do I pay it off? So I did a plan. And I, my goal, well, I had a goal and I thought, right, my goal is within six months, I need to be back to normal, paying, I have no debt, I don't want this £120,000 over my head. So that was my goal. I did a plan. My plan really, I think them days were like, I needed to do two or three or four people per day to be able to, to achieve, to pay that off. So I made a plan and I did my plan. I actioned it and it became a reality. So within six months, because I was focused daily, how many leads I needed to bring in, how many clients I needed to do per day to be able to pay back that money. Bearing in mind, guys, I probably charged £295 at that time, something like that. But I know that's what my plan was. And from that day on, that's when I became more people knowing me and knowing Karen Betts in the UK because I'd actually gone out there whip my butt off and I had to because I needed to pay that loan off and from then guys that means that comes going forward then that ends up that's what you're actually earning per month per year um but that was my plan 
and I daily looked at that plan and daily actioned that plan because I knew if I did not do those figures, I would not achieve it. And it's discipline. So that's one thing, just backing up what Vicky's actually said. I just want to give you a little tip from a few years ago that our prices for our training courses for microblading were probably like £3,500. So what we actually did, we looked at the industry and realised that we were probably too expensive. Uh, a lot more people were coming in, a lot more people were a lot lower price. So we actually brought our prices down. So we are now today that I've actually looked and thought, why did I do it? Just because other people were coming in with cheaper prices. I've actually, in this last few months, been doing our customer journey, knowing what we actually give, the value we give to our clients, how we act, and knowing we want to give more value to our, not clients, to our students, and knowing we want to give more value. And I've looked, I'm like, why did I do it? I should not have done it because other people were cheaper prices. What I should have done was stay and just proved our value at that time. Now I've realised that in the industry now, you will see our prices for permanent makeup now getting starting getting higher because I know we can prove our value and what we do for our students. So I'm now not afraid because I've proven to myself I feel that I've undervalued our training and I will now be putting those prices higher. But I've had to prove it to myself. You need to make sure that you charge what you know your value is and make sure your prices are higher. Because for me, I could just probably have gone back into clinic and do one set of eyebrows and probably profited as much money as having a, a student with us for the like for six months. So be, I'm being really honest in what I'm saying. So please value what you actually do and what you charge for everything. So over to April. All right. So good. Guys, I want to tell you about this pricing psychology because one of the things, as I was saying, price is never on its own. It's always based by the stuff around it. So for example, that's how you price things in the market. If I was to tell you I had a Lamborghini, a brand new Lamborghini for $5,000, you might say, wow, that's a great deal because obviously the price of a brand new Lamborghini is way more than that, right? So if I was to say I have a candy bar for you for $5,000, that's not going to seem like a good deal unless the candy bar was made out of gold, I guess, right? So, you know, when, when we look at price, it's all relative, right? People might say, oh, $1,000, that's a lot of money. And other people will be like, oh, but what do I get for that $1,000? And so we need to always anchor the price of our services. So you never want to, if, if a client calls on the phone and says, you know, this is our favorite line, right? They always call, message us how much. They just want to know the price right away. Straight away, they want to know the price. The problem is we haven't conveyed the value of the services. And therefore, the price standing by itself is going to be, you know, compared to what, right? And so I've had people tell me, well, I used to have this whole social media planner for like $9. And believe it or not, people would even say that that was too expensive. There will always be somebody that says it's too much and there will always be somebody that don't value it because it's only $9. Like it must not be good. There's always going to be people on both sides of the fence. But one of the things to do is to anchor your prices. And this is called sometimes chunking up or chunking down. So the way this is, is if you were to chunk up, you would compare your prices to something that cost more. You know, you could ask them, oh, have, do you get your hair cut and colored? And if they're saying yes, as most women do you know, what, what does that cost you in the year? 
Well, if they added that up, that cost them thousands of dollars. Now compare that to permanent makeup that's going to last you a good year to two years, sometimes even longer than that. You know, that's a really good investment. So here is another beauty service that's actually going to last them longer and it's also going to cost them less than those other things. Or if they get Botox, I often say to my clients, well, as you know, Botox only lasts about, you know, three to four months. And if you compare that price to the permanent makeup, or in this case, let's just say eyebrows, it's going to give you a nice lift and help you look refreshed and looking your best for a fraction of the cost. So now there is a price comparison. So you're not just saying your prices and thinking the price is in a bubble. The price is always compared to something else. And one more thing is called chunking down. And this is when you actually break it down for them. The first one was called chunking up. These are just pricing psychology. For chunking down, this would be as if you broke up your service and said, you know, it actually is about $1.50 a day. So you take what you pound 50 a day, you could say as well. And that's, you know, less than a cup of coffee at Starbucks. So you can have beautiful eyebrows every day for less than a price of coffee at Starbucks. All of a sudden, they're like, wow, can you imagine the time saving, the frustration that's going to save you in the morning, the confidence, the fact that you'll be able to do you know, things with your family and not worry about your eyebrows coming off for less than a dollar a day. It might sound a little cheesy to you, but you have to understand that price, again, is always based on the things around it. So you have to anchor your price and really show the value and show how it's really going to help them in their life. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Beauty Marketing Simplified Podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would love to hear from you. Make sure you subscribe, download, and also leave us a review. Let us know any topics that you would like to hear about. And also definitely refer it to a friend. Thank you again for joining us. I'm signing off. This is April with Grit and Grace, hugs and high fives. See you next week.